Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Clapbonk. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Is that right, Brendan Escott? 51 years ago today, The Who recorded that song. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brendan, you wouldn't remember this, but there was actually like a, a who, uh, maybe somebody can uh, mention this and send us a text here in our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors is strong enough for any mini sticks to turn it. I'm going to guess that there's probably some who fans out there um, that uh, are also interested in the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. I'm pretty sure the year was, uh, it was the 82-83 season. And I could have sworn the Who had like a uh, a final concert or something to that effect because I remember watching it uh, with Blair Sleds and Guy Godowski uh, back in uh, the mid-1980s. So anyways, uh, great stuff. Uh, good open for you. Good one, Brennan, to start the show with. And uh, we need a little bit of pick-me-up, right? Because there's some fans a little bit bummed out last night. 
We'll get to all that. We got a kick uh, a kick ass show for you coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll have some audio uh, highlights from last night's game. Disappointing uh, performance by Edmonton against San Jose. The Oilers have hit the ice today. There's no changes to the forward units. Reed Wilkins just tweeted out only change looks like William Lagason's going to come out. Caleb Jones will slide back in on D. Mike Smith is in the starters net. Both Edmonton and Nashville are practicing over at uh, Rogers Place. The the practice starts at noon sharp today uh, for both teams, uh, and they'll hit the ice tomorrow. 5 o'clock at Rogers Place. There are tickets available for uh, tomorrow night's game. Visit edmontonoilers.com. Besides a review of last night's game, uh, we will hear from Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey on Rogers and our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. A reminder, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline 780-496-0063. Funny Man and Saturday Night Live veteran Tracy Morgan hits the stage at River Cree on uh, March 6th. Tickets can be uh, found online at uh, rivercreeresort.com. Brendan, did we tweet out My Second Wife, the skit by Saturday Night Live that involved uh, Tracy Morgan? If we did, it was a long time ago. That is the... I I had... I won't tell you how many guys laughing uh, on one of the road trips earlier this season, but we pulled it up, and uh, you know what? It is that is one of the greatest bits ever on uh, SNL. Uh, you could do an entire show. We could do an entire summer show on your favorite uh, Saturday Night Live skit. I think that's uh, and uh, somehow I don't think that. Uh, what was her name? Uh, the one that uh, Sinead O'Connor ripping up the picture of the Pope probably isn't right up there uh, with uh, top flight stuff. But my second wife, that was uh, a thing of absolute beauty. It was so funny. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta, and Red Deer Rebels owner, GM, head coach Brent Sutter. The Rebels are making their way up the highway tonight to play at Rogers Place against the Eastern Conference leading Edmonton Oil Kings. Again, our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Tracy Morgan at the River Cree, March 6th. Tickets can be found online at rivercreeresort.com. The text line, the same number, 780-496-0063. Our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Um, Ashley Fine Floors. Strong enough for any mini sticks uh, tournament. Brandon, I must have bumped into everybody last night. It was one of those nights before the game in Studio 99, after the game, uh, slid over to uh, Pub 1905. I know before the game, I saw Terry Lowen, former Western League player, a uh, prominent uh, business scout at Red Deer that's uh, got a great heart, that's got a terrific uh, charity uh, that gets uh, lots of involvement every second year. He's going to do the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament coming up in uh, August for the Children's Advocacy Center in uh, Red Deer, they raised, I don't know, six, seven hundred thousand dollars a couple of years ago at that event. Um, I saw Jason Holland, who uh, spent some time with the LA Kings and was a real good defenseman with the Kamloops Blazers. Kyle Rossiter, I think, was in the building last night. Uh, some of the guys uh, we saw during the course, just some local guys. After the game, uh, Scott Bailey, who's now a police officer here in town, uh, and Jack Redlick. Uh, Redlick was a tough guy in the Western Hockey League. He played in that Quebec uh, Senior League, that NAHL. Uh, Bailey uh, had a cup of coffee with the Boston Bruins. We're going to bring those guys in one of these days in the summer. Uh, they are There's some stories, and they're both now uh, with the uh, police service. So uh, intra- interesting how that sort of uh, career path sometimes in the trajectory. Could you imagine playing in that, that Quebec Senior League? Like, just... Talk about having your head on a swivel, man. That's <laughs> I've seen some videos out of there, and it, it looks spooky. Like the first line guys get paid to score, 
and invariably are either no longer NHL caliber players or AHL or or maybe Swiss or uh, KHL level performers, but they get paid to score. And you know they've probably I wouldn't say they've all had checkered past, but there's been some you know there's there's been some guys that have had some challenge. Hey, we all have along the way, right? So we don't sit there and judge. Uh, and then you get into like the third and fourth line guys, and some of the fourth line guys never played major junior. Not some of the fourth line guys didn't even play junior A. They were guys that played junior B or junior C. There was this one legend, Steve the Boss. Basse in that Quebec uh, Pro League. Uh, his, the highest level of hockey that he ever played was Junior C, but he could flat out chuck them. And so uh, one of these days we'll have to uh, have a, a little bit of a good time. Those guys were uh, good guys. Everybody talking last night about the performance or lack thereof, the Edmonton Oilers. It's pretty simple. We'll get to the audio recap, and then we'll hit on where the Edmonton Oilers are at. And I think we have to be pragmatic, uh, which doesn't mean we can't be excited but we have to be realistic in terms of what's going on with the hockey team right now. To the Oilers now, Audio Vault 4, Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call of the Oilers, 6-3 loss to San Jose. Now back at home for three crucial games, all against teams currently below the playoff cut line. It starts tonight against longtime tormentor, the San Jose Sharks. And here's McDavid with Eric Carlson back, skates right around him, to the net, backhander, what a save made by Dell. A relentless flush, pressure from Edmonton, Jack McDavid, save made by Dell, rebound, score, Sam Gagne buries the top right corner. With 51 assists last year, McDavid, another move around, Ferrar off the draw to the net, Shot top shelf score. Two nothing Edmonton. Brilliant move. And Ferraro and Shimmick have been victimized again. Well, let's give Dave Tippett an assist on that goal, Jackie. Quickly got his top guys on the ice, and McDavid roared in. Dell tried to take as much as the net as he could. Of course, Connor went far side on the back end last time. That time dropped it short side right over his blocker side. Sharks down 2 nothing. Shot tipped home. And that one might have gone off clep bomb. Brent Burns let fly from the point, and it was redirected past Miko Koskinen. Carlson top of the right circle. Their worst season since 0-2-0-3. Drive, Burns tipped home by Kane, and San Jose has tied the game. Gambrella one touch off to Sorensen. Fake the slap shot, then centered Carlson a shot, save Koskinen. Rebound, score! Latunov, his first NHL goal, and the Sharks have taken their first lead of the night. Nason tucks one home. A puck trickled in front, and Mason buries it. LeBanc, his shot ricocheted wide. Fired home by Meyer on a deflection. Top right corner possession. He'll rattle it around the boards. Thornton back in front. Meyer deflected home. 6-3 San Jose. Well, that was uh, ugly, uh, to say the, la- the least. Here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett after last night's game. We got out-competed on too many battles. You got five of the six goals are... It's not as if we're giving out outnumbered rushes. We just we're just getting out competed and, and beat on on plays in our zone. And the other one was a power play goal. So we had uh, they competed on battles harder than we did and they got to the inside, they got to our net and we didn't get to theirs and that's the difference in the game. All right. Uh Tippett also said that the orders simply did not work hard enough last night. Six periods. Six periods, not good. We talked about it after the Arizona game. This is, you know, I get in at six in the morning. You're, you know, emotional games, but this is a game that we had to show up and play. Start was all right, but 
not good enough, not good enough, not competing hard enough in the areas that you have. It's going to get, it's going to get hard to win. And if you're not willing to pay the price to win and willing to block shots or box out men or compete on a one-on-one -on -one battle for a loose puck in front of your net, if you're going to lose the majority of those, you're not going to win many games. So that's, that's on us. You know, San Jose, they played a hard game, played a hard game. They just wanted to compete. They got some people missing. They've got a lot of young players in there competing hard. We got beat on too many of those compete plays, and it cost us the game. Oilers captain Connor McDavid added these additional comments on the Oilers' effort versus San Jose. Um, you know, just flat and you know, emotionless. Um, you know, we're, we're at our best when we're playing with emotion and you know, being physical and, and in guys' faces and um, you know, playing the right way. So, um, you know, two two nights in a row where you know, we've been pretty flat and, and uh, you know, maybe it's a little bit of a, a letdown from you know those those games with Calgary and, and whatnot. But um, we can't make excuses for ourselves. We got to be better. McDavid says the Oilers can't afford to give up points in a playoff race. Well, we shouldn't need any motivation. Um, you know, we're in a tight division, we're in a playoff race, and um, you know, each and every night matters. So, um, you know, we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't be looking for reasons to have emotion in games. Um, you know, it's uh, it's right there, and, and uh, we just got to go go get it and bring it uh, bring it every night. Ethan Bear had a great goal last night. Uh, this guy has uh, been fantastic for Edmonton. It's been a tremendous story this year. Hey, he's had some games where he's been challenged, but uh, I would say, I'll ask a simple question. Which defenseman do you have the most confidence in when he's got the puck on a stick? Because for me, it's Ethan Bear. And a Darnell Nurse and Oscar Clefbaum. I'll get to Clefbaum in a second. He is not on the ice, by the way, today uh, for the practice. Um, but Ethan Bear on getting up for each and every game. We're all, we're all working hard, that's for sure. And it's just like, I mean, like games like this and, you know, like I think it's like Tip was saying, like it's five periods where we just weren't sharp. And even though we had the hot start, we, you know, they still like, they came back on us. And we just got to find a way to just, you know, be mature and, and to just find a way to just keep going forward. And on that's really it. And just keep attacking the way we were and, and just supporting each other, work, work, uh, work back for each other so, you know, we don't have to make those hard plays. Going into yesterday's game, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, according to sportsclubstats.com, uh, the Edmonton Oilers were at 89.3% chance to make the playoffs. Um, if I had told you back on September, and re remember, uh, Brendan, did I, I think I had the Oilers at, what, 93, 94 points this season? 94 sounds right. Okay, so they're pretty much a little ahead of that play. Uh, pay, just to put things in perspective, the year they made the playoffs in 16-17, they're two points ahead that year of the pace the Oilers currently have. Um, Edmonton is not an elite team. Edmonton is not a 9 or a 10 or even an 8 or a 9. They're, they're a 5 or a 6. There's like 5 or 6 really good teams in the league. Washington's a really good team. Boston's a really good team. St. Louis, who's gone through a bit of a dip here, they're a really good team. I mean, I think what's happened with St. Louis is they got bored. Um, Pittsburgh's a pretty good team. You know, like the Oilers aren't – there's about 15 teams that are kind of like Edmonton. Now, as a fan – I'm not going to tell you how to think, but hey, absolutely, completely understand the frustration, the, ex the exasperation of the last two games. Like, you had a chance to capitalize against two teams. Arizona didn't have Darcy Camper. Arizona didn't have Ekman Larson, nor did they have, uh, who's the right shot, D uh, Jason Damaris. They didn't have him either, who were their number, that was their number one shutdown pairing the first game of the year, played between the Oilers and the uh, Coyotes. And then 
The Oilers face the San Jose squad that doesn't have their top two centers. And Edmonton got outworked literally all game, with the exception of a couple shifts where McDavid was brilliant. Uh, So totally, completely understand frustration and exasperation. That said, the team's not in a bad spot. But I'm here to tell you, they're not a great team. They're an okay to good team. They're a 5 or 6 out of 10. How'd you rate them out of 10? Seriously, how'd you rate them? I'd rate them like maybe a 6. Like, I don't look at... And here's the quandary, okay? We already had a situation where somebody tried to fast-track the evolution of the hockey team, and it backfired. And so you squander a 16th and 33rd overall pick for Griffin Reinhardt because you want to uh, you know, accelerate the process. Um, you have a guy, Taylor Hall, and you think, well, I'm not sure if he's an all-star. Let's trade him for Adam Larson, who is a defensive defenseman. The game moves away from defensive defensemen, and lo and behold, Taylor Hall becomes the league MVP for a year. Uh, he's, you know, Arizona's struggling a bit since Taylor's gone there as well. I would say to you that Taylor's probably been the best forward for Arizona over the last 10 games. Um, but to me, Edmonton's, they're like a six. And I I don't know about you, but I'm not prepared. Like, if I'm Ken Holland, I'm not trading the first-round pick. I'm probably not trading the second-round pick because they're not going to have a third-round pick, right? Because that's going to Calgary as part of the, the uh, Milan-Lucic-James Neal deal. Um I'm certainly not trading Bouchard. The guy's the second highest scoring rookie scoring defenseman right now in the American Hockey League. And the guy that's ahead of him, Brogan Rafferty, is like 24. Bouchard is 20. So I'm not trading him. Actually, I don't even know if Bouchard. Yeah, he's 20. Uh, I'm not trading him. And I'm not trading Broberg. You're not trading Yamamoto now. Let this thing take its course. Now, would I trade a fourth-round pick to to get another right-shot center that's a, a guy like Shore or somebody like six or something? Yeah, I'd do something like that. There is the you know, What logically could happen here is something might happen in the offseason where maybe they move out a defenseman and get back some more help up front to help out Connor McDavid. But the team kind of is where they are. And I don't know if you sit there... You know, in terms of pending UFAs, the asking price is ridiculous right now. Pierre Dorian, general manager of Ottawa, looking for three pieces for Jean-Gabriel Pajot. A first-round draft choice, plus-plus, meaning a, a prospect and something else. Okay? There's guys out there. I mentioned before, uh, you know, people mentioned, well, what about Athens-CU out of Detroit? Uh, I saw Blake Coleman mentioned from New Jersey. Well, I look at Blake Coleman, he's making $1.8 million. Steve Bartlett's his agent. By the way, the same agent that has Josh Archibald, so keep that in mind. He signed Coleman to a three-year deal at $1.8 million. He He blew the deal as the agent. Right now, that's their best. If you're in New Jersey, he's their most consistent forward. Why would you trade him? He's got another year left. You'd have to think that an ask for Coleman would probably include a first-round pick because there's a little bit of term left. Could he be the ideal guy? Yeah, he could help the team out a lot. They are where they are. And so, you know, should they be... And because they are where they are, because they're not the deepest team, there's only one way they win. Only one way. Got to be all in. And they haven't been all in for the last two games. And they've, 
in the process, they've disappointed as a result. They had all-in performances for three straight games against Calgary. They were slow on the uh, get-go against Calgary in that opening game, worked their way into it, had a, a heck of a game when it was all said and done, lost the 4-3 shootout. Then they beat St. Louis, the defending Stanley Cup champs, 4-2. Then they go down to Calgary to have their best performance of the season. Everybody thoroughly brought it. So they're there. Now there's two guys for me that tell you how the Oilers are going to play most nights. Okay? Because we know what McDavid and Drysaddle are. Okay? And Nurse gives you what he's got. You know he's going to skate. You know he's going to invest the energy. He doesn't have the greatest stick or the greatest puck skills. But you kind of know what those three guys are going to do most nights. Nugent Hopkins and Clefbaum tell you a lot. And Ryan's been quiet. Missed some chances for some one-timers here last couple games after having a terrific streak where he had 17 points in 11 games. Then you had Oscar Clefbaum, and Oscar had a very challenging night last night. Uh, got forced on some plays and got the double minor that ultimately kind of swung the game a bit. And there's one more thing to think about. The margins are so tight in this league, even San Jose without their top two centers. They put their hard hats on. they got a veteran team. They come in here, they outwork Edmonton, they're going to win the game. So if the Oilers want to make the playoffs, and again, Sports Club stats says as of yesterday, about 89% chance Edmonton's going to get in. they got to work because they're not talented enough to rely on the depth of their roster. It's that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Simple. We'll take a quick time out, uh, do an abbreviated version of NHL today when we come back on orders now. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. To our friends at uh, Elite Promotional Marketing for NHL today at 1226 in Edmonton. Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing, here's Brennan Escott. All right, Bob, four games around the league tonight. Toronto, the only Canadian content as they host Anaheim. And speaking of the Leafs, they did recall Timothy Lilligren to replace Cody Ceci on the back end as Ceci is expected to miss at least a month with an ankle injury. The league and the Players Association will reportedly resume CBA negotiations next week. This current deal locked in through the 2021-22 season, but we've heard a work stoppage as unlikely. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly hopes that another World Cup of Hockey will be a part of this new CBA. Condors hosting Ontario tonight. The Oil Kings welcome in the Red Deer Rebels to Rogers Place and they announced yesterday that defenseman Jackson Alexander will miss the rest of the season after having surgery to address an upper body issue. Finally, the U of A Golden Bears get the Manitoba Bisons tonight at the Claire Drake 7pm puck drop before they wrap up the Canada West regular season tomorrow.
All right, there you have it. Let's go off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy. When we come back uh, for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.